What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll wrap up the NBA season and look at some futures for next year. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, special thanks to Woos Media. This is a Woos Media podcast, but Woos Media does a whole lot more besides podcasts. If you own a business, know anyone who owns a business, who wants to make the most of their online marketing, you've got to contact Woos Media. Online, W-O-O-Z-E, media.com. Show up on websites, apps, social media, really anywhere you want to. Woos Media, W-O-O-Z-E, media.com. All right, like I said, on today's show, the uh, LA Lakers won their 17th championship a few nights ago, and uh, LeBron won the MVP. LeBron was minus 250 to win the MVP, to well, the finals MVP, to start the playoffs. So the favorite cash is there, and we'll look ahead to some futures for next year. But uh, before we wrap up this season, I just wanted to point out a few things, and I know we're going to look at sports betting points of view here in just a minute. But so much has been made about the bubble and what would happen to the champion in terms of the asterisk and all that. And I heard several things. Pretty much here's where I landed. If LeBron won the championship, there was going to be an asterisk. If he didn't win the championship, then good for the Heat. There's no asterisk, right? LeBron can't win. And that's the the thing I've kind of realized, right? A lot of people, most people, have their mind made up with LeBron. You're not changing anybody's minds out there. But he does win the MVP and... You know, it's, it's, it's just hysterical because everyone wants to take everything away from him. And that's why he said what he did. I'm not going to defend, you know, the, the the fact that he wants more respect or any of that stuff. But it's just everyone's looking to kind of take him down wherever they can. He won the championship. People want to give it the asterisk. You know, he uh, if the Miami Heat won the championship, I promise you that would be coming out of nobody's mouth. So uh, Lakers win their 17th championship. It's also funny. When you look at the distribution of NBA championships, for anyone who shits on college football because it's always Alabama, Clemson, and uh, Ohio State, you better not be an NBA fan. The LA Lakers have 17 titles. The Boston Celtics have 17 titles. The next best team has six, okay? This league has been dominated for its entirety by the LA Lakers and the Boston Celtics. Golden State just won six, you know, recently. Uh, Chicago Bulls won six back in the uh, 90s with Michael Jordan. And then San Antonio's got five. Philly's got three. Detroit with three. Miami with three. And then there's a whole bunch of, well, Knicks with two, Rockets with two. And there's a whole bunch of teams with one or zero. There's more teams who haven't won a championship in the NBA than, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven teams have not won a championship. How many, uh, I mean, over 30% of the league has never won a title. That's crazy, right? You look at other sports and the distribution of championships is a lot more spread out. So, you know, this is the NBA. And for NBA fans, you're used to it. For uh, non-NBA fans, we've heard it time and time again. But it's just hysterical. 17 titles for the Lakers, 17 for Boston. The next best team with six. So it's either congrats to the LA Lakers or screw the LA Lakers, depending on uh, who you are and where you stand with that. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm from Denver. 
pretty much all of my friends have been Lakers haters our entire life. I'm not a Lakers lover, but I do like LeBron. I do like some of the pieces they have there, and I'm glad the Lakers got it done. Now, the Miami Heat are, are, are an interesting team because they're so loaded, they're so young, and they're building themselves kind of like Golden State, right? Getting these young guys in who can shoot threes, be versatile on defense, and I think Miami's going to be very good for a long time. But that brings me to next year's finals uh, odds right here. The Miami Heat are the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th team in terms of odds next year. Okay, we'll go through right now the futures and what teams are, uh, f- are, are what the odds are for teams to win the championship next year. But I thought Miami, for as well as they played, and I know a lot of people are going to say, look, they were the five seed, it was the bubble, weird stuff happened. But Miami's a very good team. They've been consistent for a long time. And I think that they're going to be able to kind of stay in the mix in the East for years to come. But looking specifically at next year, the favorite to win the finals is the LA Lakers. They are plus 350. The next best team, well, the, the number Number two odds or the number two favorite is the LA Clippers at plus 400, followed by Milwaukee plus 650. Then it drops off a bit. Boston Celtics 12 to 1, Golden State 12 to 1, Brooklyn Nets 14 to 1, Miami 14 to 1, and then there's a whole bunch of 20 to 1s, including the Denver Nuggets, Houston Rockets, Toronto Raptors, and Philadelphia 76ers. So, like I said, top of the list, the LA Lakers, we'll start there. I have question marks about this because plus 350, that's a pretty big favorite for this point in the year when we don't even know if Anthony Davis is going to be on the team next year. Now, all signs are pointing towards a re-sign, towards him staying with LA, but right now, he's a free agent and we don't know what he's thinking. We don't know what he's going to do. He got his championship, right? I mean, look, it's LA. I don't see Anthony Davis leaving. They do have some good pieces around him, but he's got to think about the future. And LeBron getting older and older, you just don't know what's you know what's in his mind. I would assume he stays. The odds are that he does stay. Right now, the LA Lakers plus 350, but I don't love that until they lock down Anthony Davis. And, and honestly, I don't like that until we see what else happens because there's a ton of free agents coming up and we'll mention them as we go through these teams. But that does kind of concern me with the LA Lakers. They've got to figure out how to lock up Anthony Davis. The other LA team, the second favorite, plus 400, they just lost Doc Rivers, okay? Now, I don't think, as we're doing this podcast, they have a new coach. Let me double-check this real quick. Yeah, no, I uh, don't think they've hired anyone so far. So they're going to see who's available, who they can get. I mean, look, whoever gets the Clippers is getting a stacked team, and, you know, good for them. It's kind of like Frank Vogel, right? He did <laughs> I love how Frank Vogel was asked after the title, you know, by some reporter, I don't know who. So why do you think you were the best coach for this this uh, situation? Like, well, it's like, what's he supposed to say? <laughs> what's he supposed to say, right? Oh, you know, we won this thing because of me. Uh, they brought me. I mean, look, when you go coach LeBron, Anthony Davis, your job is not to mess anything up. And that's how this coach coming into the LA Clippers is going to be. I will say the Clippers have a lot more personalities on that team and a lot more, it seems to me, tough to deal with people. So it's going to be a very interesting hire in the LA uh for the LA Clippers. And I don't want to make either of these bets for the Lakers or the Clippers until I'm more solid until I know what next year's team and coaching staff is going to look like for each team respectively. So the LA Lakers plus 350, they don't know if they're keeping Anthony Davis and uh, the LA Clippers. uh, I'm not sure about uh, their free agents. Let's see here. LA Clippers free agents. God, there's a lot of free agents next year. 
Um, I mean, look, this is the NBA, right? Short contracts, giving these players the power to, to move. Let's see, Montrez Harrell, uh, Reggie Jackson, Joakim Noah. Those are really the main three. Marcus Morris Sr., I guess. Um, no huge players who are going to make any big moves to the line. I mean, those are replaceable guys in terms of points per game, or at least, I, I don't actually mean points per game. I mean, uh, how many points are they worth per game to Vegas, right? Not how many points are they scoring in the game. If they're out, how many points does the line move, right? These players are pretty insignificant in terms of line movement. So, you know, with the Clippers, it's more about the coaching staff. With the Lakers, it's actually more about the team. And just to refresh, the LA Lakers uh, free agents coming up, as said, Anthony Davis. Also, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, Dwight Howard, Jared Dudley, Markeith Morris, J.R. Spliff, uh... And Dion Waiters, so, I mean, you know, there's a lot of names in there, but not very impactful names. As long as they keep LeBron, Anthony Davis, they can put whoever the hell they want to around them. I think the Lakers are going to be pretty similar to how they were this year. So, I would pass on both those futures bets. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they have one more year with Giannis Antetokounmpo, okay? And this is either going to be a contract year for Giannis or he's going to stay with the Bucks for the future, right? It's, it's one of the two things, obviously, and we don't know what he's thinking. I mean, if I were him, I would get the hell out of Milwaukee as soon as possible. I don't think he has a future there. I don't think they're going to win a championship. And, I mean, they're, they're set up decent right now, but it's just like, again, we talked about the LA Lakers 17 titles, the, the uh, uh, Boston Celtics 17 titles. It's like Milwaukee's not a winning organization. And yes, they have really good players right now, but there's a lot of teams who have really good players. It's not about that. It's about getting an ownership group who's not afraid to spend and bring in massive players on massive contracts. So, you know, this is a career year, a, uh, a contract year for Giannis, and I'm not sure what he's going to do next year. But either way, that's a good thing for Milwaukee because he's going to be playing tough. He's going to be playing hard. If he does choose to leave, then he's going to want to have good stats. And uh, plus 650, I think that's somewhat fair right now. I'm not eager to jump on or anything like that, but uh, it seems fair at this point in the process. Pending free agents for Milwaukee, Robin Lopez, Wesley Matthews, Kyle Korver, uh, Sterling Brown, and Marvin Williams. Marvin Waynes, I love his movies. Uh, so those are the pending free agents for the Milwaukee Bucks. Moving on down the list, the Boston Celtics. I think this is right now when you're looking at value. Boston 12-1 to seems like the best value to me. I mean, they're keeping most of their team together, looking at pending free agents. Ennis Cantor, Taco Fall, he's going to get re-signed. Uh, Brad Wanamaker, that's pretty much it. Boston's coming back, bringing back the pieces. Gordon Hayward, actually. Gordon Hayward. Um, but, I mean... He's so injury prone. I'm even not sure how important he is when he's in the team. A lot of people would argue with me with that, but I think if they trade or uh, uh, sign and trade Gordon Hayward, that could be okay. I just don't know about giving him 32 plus million with those kind of question marks. And yes, he made about 32 million this year, so maybe that's even a pay increase that Boston's looking at next season. But honestly, at 12 to one, I don't think that's too bad of a price right now for the Celtics. Golden State Warriors—they're very interesting, right? They. Uh, going to be healthy. I mean, Clay Thompson didn't really play this year. Uh, Steph Curry didn't really play this year. So Golden State, don't look at this year's stats. Plus, they're going to have a high draft pick. I like what Golden State is doing. I like I, a lot of people want to write Golden State off, right? Kevin Durant leaves and everyone sort of stops talking about him. But I don't think that should be the case. I think the Golden State is 
should be in the conversation just as much as any other team. And I don't see any major free agents right now who they're, they should be worried about. So, I mean, looking at it, as a matter of fact, they don't have any free agents I'm, I'm seeing right now, according to SportTrack.com. So, look, Golden State's in a good position. They got Steve Kerr. Or, you know, I think he's a very good coach. Good young roster. I mean, look out for Golden State. I think they could seriously make some noise. And at 12-1, to 1, not a bad bet. The Brooklyn Nets are in a similar position as Golden State, right? Kevin Durant hurt last year. Kyrie Irving didn't play a lot of last year. And uh, it seemed like their whole entire team opted not to go to the bubble, right? I don't think so. We really don't have much of a chance. So, wore out. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I didn't love that. I feel like Brooklyn is one of those teams with a bunch of they just you know if they happen to win great if not great and that may change once Kevin Durant comes back but I did not like what I saw from Brooklyn the last month of the season and leading into the whole COVID situation pending free agents for Brooklyn they've got a lot of them Joe Harris Gary Temple Wilson Chandler uh, Jamal Crawford Lance Thomas Tyler Johnson Dante Hall Justin Anderson Michael Beasley Jeremiah Martin and Chris Chioza and the reason why this is, they spent heavy last year. When you spend that much money, the pieces you fill in around Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, they're going to have to be one-and-done pieces, fill-in pieces. You can't really afford long-term contracts at this point if you're Brooklyn. So given that, the state of the uncertainty with the rest of the roster, I can't bet Brooklyn here 14-1. to 1. Now let's get to the Miami Heat, because I just talked about Miami uh, to start the show. So impressive, right? Now, that's easy to say because they got to the finals. Everyone's watching them. They were an under uh, an underdog. Now, Jimmy Butler, I think, probably surprised a lot of people, even big-time basketball fans who had watched Jimmy Butler play this season. I know he surprised me. And, uh, you know, Miami's a good young team. I think that's exactly the kind of, of team you want to assemble in 2020, right, in this era. Get young players who can shoot, go two ways, get the superstar. That's the formula for a a championship team. I was talking to one of my buddies yesterday who I do a few podcasts with, or a podcast with, and he was saying, he's a big uh, Denver Nuggets fan. And he's like, yeah, I think the Denver's in a better position than the Miami Heat. But, I mean, that's, uh, to me, that comes with a lot of assumptions, right? That's assuming that, uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, Jokic, the Joker, can be an all star. That's assuming that Gary Harris or uh, Jamal Murray takes the next step. You know, I mean, it's not enough just to have a lot of really good players. You've got to have that one, if not two, superstars. And I just don't know how many teams are built like Miami right now who have that for the future, including Jimmy Butler. So I know I mentioned the Denver Nuggets. There's several teams who fit into that category, but I like Miami right now, 14 to 1. You know, they, they could be one of the better teams in the East next year and not that many pending free agents. They got uh, Gabe Vincent, Derek Jones Jr., Udonis Haslam, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill, Kelly Olenek. Uh, Gordon Drogic is, is big, but they should get him resigned. So Milwaukee, 14 to 1, a little bit of value there. And then, like I said, a lot of other teams, 20 to 1, 30 to 1. Uh, Denver, Houston, Toronto, Dallas, Philly, Portland, all these teams kind of in the same cluster. And I don't think any of them are tremendous bets right now. Again, from all these pending free agents, there are so many free agents coming up this offseason. And that's typical NBA, right? This is what we love about the NBA. So many guys moving around every year, and it's very tough to keep track of. So stay tuned to that. Stay tuned to how these teams are going to move in terms of uh, power rankings and, and all that. But uh, the LA Lakers, when they're 17 championship 
congrats to LeBron. Hate LeBron. However you guys feel, whatever. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Good luck with whatever you guys have. What do we got today? Some, uh, we got baseball and uh, the Bills and Titans play tonight. We got NFL on a Tuesday. So, enjoy that. Good luck with your bets, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. <laughs>